Well, good morning online. If you all like to turn around, say hi online. People are watching from all over the world. So thank you for tuning in. We bless you guys this morning. Amen. It's nice here. I was expecting it to be 94, hence um, I didn't wear socks like Pastor Rick Warren. In honorarium of him, he was my pastor. <laughs> and um, But now it's not. It's about 74. So that's a 20 degree swing. I didn't wear a suit today on purpose. But hey, I probably should have. <laughs> it's nice, right? It reminded me of the Garden of Eden with this cool, nice breeze. I was like, Lord, I, it's going to be hot today. We wanted our building yesterday. <laughs> it would be nice. I'm, I'm torn. I'll be honest. I'm torn. I mean, gar, Garden of Eden, God shows up, rebukes the wind, rebukes the, the rain. It's like nature. You know, it's just watching God on display when you see the breeze. It's like the Holy Spirit just blows through. It's like those meetings in Africa with T.L. Osborne, how the Holy Spirit would just sweep through and breeze through that hot weather. Man, watching God in nature. How many of you like nature? How many of you like air conditioning? <laughs> I think we're at the place where we need some AC and some sound and getting a little more professional, eh, Beth? That way when we walk, it doesn't creak on the, on the camera. You know, you can still hear me and I can walk at the same time. There's gold in them floors. The Lord told the pastor one time, was, that, was he in Africa, that pastor? He said, the, the money's in the floor. And he bought this old building. And, he, and the Lord kept telling him, the money's in the floor. He's like, what? the money's in the floor. They're the, on the feet of Christ, floor. It's like, it dawned on him, so simple. Oh, the floor. They dug up the floor and it was antique wood that was worth a lot of money. And it paid for the whole renovation of the whole church. The money's in the floor, amen. I think there's gold under these floors. I always imagined it as a pirate ship, and there's gold under the floors. Amen. <laughs> Dig for oil. There's probably oil right here on the property. Who knows? Secret riches in hidden places, the Bible says. I'll give you secret riches in hidden places. And the most the wealth is in hidden in you. <laughs> That's where the secret riches are, are in us. The kingdom of God's in us. Amen forever. Let's go in our Bibles, if you will. If you have your Bible, please wave it and make the devil mad. He does not like you knowing the word. Amen. And that's why we're here. We are word at the ranch. So um, we specialize and highlight and focus on the word of the living God. Can I get an amen? amen. A ministry not born, born and built on the word is a ministry destined for failure. History has proven that time and time again. So let's go in our Bibles casting our cares let's go to the teachers of the teaching of the master in matthew chapter 6 if you will matthew chapter 6 and verse 19 we'll start here this message is for somebody today somebody's going through a trial and you're taking the care of it and the lord needs you to cast that care so you can be free and receive what he has to give you it's hard to receive from the lord when you're not in peace statistically more people have come to christ in peacetime more than wartime. That's a stat. And people joining the church and becoming converts and coming to the Lord. Statistically, more people come in peacetime than in wartime. And that goes in the, the same for our life. I know um, uh, healing was manifested on our vacation this week in Coronado because I was at peace. It's a great thing to be in peace, amen? And he's the Prince of Peace and he'll keep us in perfect peace, Ron, as our eyes are fixed on him. We were paddleboarding this week, Ron, and I kept thinking of you. Ron's an avid paddleboarder at 80 years old, 80 years young, and uh, it's a workout, let me tell you. Praise God for that one. 
And he still goes. It's amazing. So I was thinking of you all week. Praise God. And uh, God's so good. Times are refreshing. Say days of refreshing are here at last. This is a year of restoration before the great breakthrough of the Holy Spirit. And we're going to see a mighty, mighty move of God before we're out of here. One last time. God's going to shake America and planet Earth. And we get to be a part of it on the final wave. I believe we're at the final time, the final wave, and we get to ride it with Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. What a time to be alive. Father, we bless you and we glorify you. I thank you for a fresh spirit and a fresh wind at our backs, that we're just getting started in the kingdom, that everything's falling into place, and we give you all the glory for it, for putting every puzzle piece together. You're masterful, and you move right on time every time, and we give you all the praises, honor, and glory for it for these last days, for resurrecting your church and body, for erecting us as pillars in the United States of America, one nation again under God, indivisible with liberty and justice for all. We all believe and we all know and sense in our spirit for revival has hit the air on this planet and we thank you that we're a part of it. You are moving Holy Spirit on this earth. Thank you for moving us with you. It's a perfect dance and you're right on time. We give you all the glory. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. Matthew 6 and, chapter, and verse 19 says, Do not lay up for yourselves treasures on earth where moth and rust destroy and where thieves break in and steal. Don't lay up. Keep it, keep it moving. Amen. Many's meant to be moving, just like me and you. I read a quote from Albert Einstein this week, and he said, The key to life is balance. It's like riding a bicycle. You just have to keep moving. Amen. I, 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 that's pretty true. You just got to keep moving. When your body doesn't want to get out of bed, you just get out of bed and you keep moving. And some days it feels like, oh, this day is going to suck. <laughs> and when I'm in bed and I get out of bed and I'm like, what a great day. <laughs> hey, I actually got up, you know. And when you face your giants, you just realize how big God is. Amen. You know, David realized how big God was when he faced Goliath. Amen. Yeah. And so did all the people of Israel put him on display realized how big their God is. Bigger than Goliath. Biggest man in the land. Ah, do not lay up for you. That's a whole nother story. <laughs> we can tie everything to the U.S. The U.S. is kind of a blueprint. God's thumbprint. You look at the U.S. and you're supposed to see him. This is one nation birthed for him. From people devoted to him. To worship him. He'll never go back on that covenant. It's covenant. It was written in the land, right? Yeah. Written. It was written in blood. Men who gave their lives, written in blood, signed by multiple men, covenant, agreement with God. Amen forever. God's into covenants and agreements. He doesn't go back on them. You enter into covenant with God, it's for life. Amen. Let's say it's for life. Say my salvation's for life. I've entered into covenant. So he's God. It's up to us to enter into covenant with him. Amen. He's waiting for us, waiting on us. Don't lay up for yourselves treasures on earth where moth and rust destroy and where thieves break in and steal. Words in red wind, words in Jesus. But lay up for yourselves treasure. So there's nothing wrong with having stuff because Jesus would have said lay up stuff for others. But no, he said yourself. But lay up for yourself treasures in heaven where neither moth nor rust destroys and where thieves do not break in and steal. For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. 
Jesus is trying to get our focus and the disciples and all that hear him, their focus off the here and now and on to eternity. He taught from a position of eternity. He taught from his throne in heaven where he was seated and then where he returned to. Amen. So he's always trying to get us to be eternally minded. The world is all temporary minded. That's why people store up riches and wealth and treasures for themselves here on earth because they just think it's just this life and there's nothing hereafter. So let's do all we possibly can here and now. Let's sin as much as we possibly can. Let's have fun as pos much as we possibly can because there's no afterlife. It's just here. And most of the people live, uh, you know, in the world, probably the age is cut down to 60 to 70, not even 70 to 80. You know, just live your whole life as a heathen. Wages of sin is death. It catches up. But you got 80 years, most people, you know, the median age. So they figure, hey, let's do all we can. But Jesus is flipping our mindsets to eternity. That once you receive the kingdom, you live forever. So we're not just supposed to be temporary minded. We're supposed to be eternally minded, spiritually minded, is life and peace. To be temporary minded is sin and death. So he flips the switch on us by renewing our minds through his word. Can I get an amen? amen. Say, I'm eternally minded. I lay up for myself treasures in heaven. So we see here Jesus is also reward-minded. Amen. He obeyed for blessings. We obey for blessings. And you can't pray your way through disobedience. <laughs> Prayer is not a substitute for obedience. You obey, you'll get blessed. You do what the Word says, you get blessed. You don't, you don't. It's just action reaction. Amen. It's just seed time and harvest. So don't lay up for yourselves or lay up for yourselves treasures in heaven where neither moss nor rust destroys and where thieves do not break in and steal. There's no adversary up there. He can't touch your goods. You have a heavenly account. Every deed in the body, it says, will be judged. Good works get you good blessings in heaven. So you have a heavenly storehouse, as Paul describes in Philippians 4, a letter to his Philippian partners. You have a heavenly storehouse of wealth that you should be able to withdraw from. Lord, I need some rent money. Cha-ching! Enter your Holy Spirit debit card and withdraw from your storehouse in heaven. Amen. If you're a sower, you have a harvest. Amen. And God knows you need money down here, right? Money's for here. It's not up there. Streets are made of gold up there. I don't see anywhere in the Bible that dollars are in heaven. Amen. There's no yen in heaven. There's no dollars in heaven. There's no Deutschmarks in heaven. You know, it's just for down here. So God knows we need it. Amen. That's why we can believe for it. We can believe for anything we need, right? Anything we want. For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. The lamp of the body is the eye. That word eye is better translated spirit. The lamp of the body is the spirit. Proverbs says your spirit is the candle or the light or the lamp of the Lord. So your spirit is how God speaks to you. He's not a mind. He's a spirit, Jesus said. Those who worship him must worship in spirit and in truth. So when God speaks to you, he'll speak to your belly, your innermost being, your spirit. When your spirit speaks to your mind, <laughs> your conscience, no, yes, stop, go. <laughs> That's the voice of your spirit. No, I shouldn't do drugs <laughs> in high school. No, I shouldn't go to that party. No, I shouldn't get in the car with that lunatic. Amen. That's your voice of your spirit, your conscience. And the moment you get born again, you have a clear conscience. It takes a lot of sin to remurk and clutter up that conscience again. It takes a lot of disobedience to get that pure stream 
contaminated. That's why we need the washing of the word daily to decontaminate our lives from the news media. Can I get an amen? Hallelujah to Jesus. So the spirit of man or the eye of man is the spirit. The lamp of the body is the spirit. If therefore your spirit is good, your whole body will be full of light. Say, I'm a new spirit. I'm a new creature, a new species of being. My spirit's enlightened. I ain't no zombie. Say, I know where I'm headed. I know where I'm going. Because my Lord already paved the way. Say, it is finished. Ha, ha, ha. Glory to God. Praise Jesus forever. The lamp of the spirit is the, the lamp of the body is the spirit. If therefore your spirit's good, your whole body will be full of light. That's health and healing to all your flesh. Notice new spirit, illumination of your body as well. Illumination of your spirit, illumination of your body. That's why the word is method, medicine, health and healing to all your flesh. It's spirit. The word is spirit. The word became flesh and dwelt among us. It's spirit. So a daily dose of spirit illuminates your body and it'll heal you and mend your body. Light to light. Light ministers to light. But if your spirit is bad, your whole body will be full of darkness. That's why people are sick and die prematurely in the world. Their spirit is unilluminated. It's still dark. Therefore, that sin and darkness, Adam's transgression and sin passed upon all men. So they're under the curse still. They're under the curse of darkness, under the curse of death. That's why I don't expect much from them. Amen. I do expect much from Christians, and so does God, because they're made in the same exact image and likeness of Him. So we have higher standards, right? We have a higher way of living. So we're not supposed to slink back to their standards. Stay uncontaminated from this perverse generation, Jesus said. Uncontaminated, filled with the Word, filled with light, filled with life, filled with love. But if your spirit is bad, your whole body will be full of darkness. If therefore the dark, the light that is in you is darkness, self-deception, how great is that darkness? They're self-deceived. There's a fine line between pride and faith. We should check ourselves, especially in the faith camp, in the word of faith camp, which we are. Am I in pride? Am I being stubborn? Or am I actually in faith believing? Do I need to check my ways, Lord? Am I doing this wrong? Am I actually just being stubborn and immovable? Or can I be pliable and led by the Holy Ghost? Can I receive my healing? Am I that soft? Am I that gentle that the Holy Spirit can just flow in without any gate of offense in His way? Can He just flow in like a river today and touch every square inch of my being and heal my entire body from the top of my head to the soles of my feet? Is my entire life submitted? Is my mind and my body submitted? Or am I in pride? I don't want to be caught in pride. Because it says, Jesus said, when I return, I'm looking for faith. Shall I find it on the earth? I don't want to be stubborn. Yes, move me. I don't want it my way. Just have your way. Move freely in my life. Less of me, all of you. What a great man to be submitted under. The Lord and shepherd, Jesus Christ. The shepherd of the flock. The shepherd of the sheep. The shepherd of us all. The overseer and bishop of our souls. He's a good man to sub submit to online. 
If you need a Lord, he's the best. His yoke is easy and his burden is light. He'll lead you into green pastures. And it's beside the still waters of Coronado. <laughs> the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He'll lead you. He's gentle. Perfect gentleman. Hallelujah. If therefore the light that is in you is darkness, how great is that darkness? Self-deception. No one can serve. Say no one. No one can serve two masters. That'll be double-minded. For either he will hate the one and love the other. Well, Jesus, you think Jesus spoke the truth? This is truth. You cannot serve two masters. You will end up hating the Lord and loving money, or you'll end up loving money or loving the Lord and hating money <laughs> or mammon. He's actually talking about mammon here, which is the voice of money. No, you can't shop there. No, you can't buy that house. That's the voice of mammon. Money controls people's lives. So there's a difference between the voice of your shepherd and the voice of mammon, and he's highlighting that here. This is how we cast all our cares on him, because he cut through that spirit. He defeated it on the cross, that spirit of mammon, which is why when some politicians get into the White House, they do completely opposite than what they said, because there's a strong spirit of mammon. I got news. President Trump actually defeated that spirit of mammon over the White House. He gave back his salary, $400,000 a year, back. He crushed that spirit of mammon's head. That's why the devil don't like him. That's why the devil came up with a replan, <laughs> a counterplan. The spirit of mammon did. It's a strong spirit. It's pretty big over America. President Trump crippled it. You remember how, how well the economy was flourishing? How well everything was doing? Because he dealt with the spirit of mammon. It was prophesied that a president would receive Jesus in the White House, which he did. And there goes mammon. When God comes in, mammon should not be allowed to stay. But we're not supposed to make our decisions based on the spirit of mammon. We're supposed to live based on the spirit of God. Amen? You cannot serve two masters. For either you'll hate the one and love the other, or else you'll be loyal to the one and despise the other. I have to move my family because of this job. Instead of, now I have to move my family because of this church. That's a difference. You set up your whole life based on the word of God instead of based on money like the world does. Day and night. Light and dark. Two different spirits. Two separate kingdoms. Lightness and darkness. Is someone getting this? This is good teaching. The world needs to hear it. Because they're under the slavery of mammon still. They don't know it, but they're serving the God of money. The God of mammon. And that's the spirit speaking to them. You'll never have enough. You'll have to work all the days of your life. You'll have vacation homes, but you won't live on them. They're under bondage. You'll never see your family. You'll be working all the days of the life just to, just to meet your necessities. That's the spirit of mammon speaking to them. And he tries to speak to the church that way. You can't afford this. You can't afford that. No, I can afford all things according to my Father in heaven. Obedience brings me blessing, Satan. Shut up. Oh, disobedient one. Remember, he's the one who fell from pride. We don't want to follow him. We live by faith. Amen? The lamp of the body. Da, 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 da. Skip, skip down. <laughs> no one can serve two masters for he'll hate the one and love the other or else he will be loyal to the one and despise the other. 
if mammon and money are dictating your life, you're going to end up despising the Lord and never serve Him. You'll be caught away in the world's current. You cannot serve God and mammon. I put mammon, money's mouth. Do you do what God says or do you do what money says? Therefore I say to you, do not worry about your life. That's a big therefore, that preface there. Therefore, Jesus says, I say to you, do not worry about your life. You've been separated from that foul system of darkness. What you'll eat, what you'll drink, nor about your body, what you'll put on it. Is not life more than food and the body more than clothing? Look at the birds of the air. We have some trapped in that cage right there. Look at just for our viewing pleasure. I'm not going to bring him to our new building. <laughs> See? You like this place too, okay? <laughs> Is that noted in heaven? <laughs> Love covers a multitude of sins. <laughs> Just kidding. Look at the birds of the air, for they neither sow nor reap. Well, no, they're just fed. They're looking for food. Food's provided for them over there. But look at the birds of the air. They neither sow nor reap. Nor gather into barns. They don't have bank accounts, investment portfolios, stocks, <laughs> bonds. <laughs> they don't have storehouses. They feed their young what they get fresh. Then they run out, and they got to go look for it. Does it sound like the world to you? Then I run out, then I got to go get it. Then I run out, then I got to go get it. What is that, 80% of people live paycheck to paycheck? Oh, that's so sad. Constant supply in the kingdom. Constant source. If you're on a fixed income, just unfix it. Sow your way out of it. Amen? Sow your way up like we did. Unfix your income. Hallelujah. Look at the birds of the air, for they neither sow nor reap nor gather into barns. Yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not of more value than they? Highlight that verse. Do you know that you are of more value than those birds? You should know that. <laughs> That's a good first step <laughs> to know how much you're loved by your Creator. That you are of way more value than those birds. Amen. Or any animal you'll ever see. We went swimming in the rivers in Coronado and there's stingless jellyfish there. Thousands of them, but they're all stingless. So you can swim with, swim with them and they feel like shoe leather to me. It's gross. I, I don't like swimming them and touching them. Ah! I still get freaked out by them. But the girls were catching them in little nets and touching them and petting them. And it was fun. What was my point? <laughs> How dare I go off? <sighs> Back to the word. What was my point? You're in the front row. You're supposed to be the studious one. Help a brother out here. We're worth more than the birds. Yeah, thank you. We're worth more than animals and those jellyfish. Amen? You should know you're worth more than animals. Amen? Because your flesh, your animal-like instincts will try to bring you back into just a natural being. I'm just No, you're supernatural. Amen? God lives in you. Amen? He don't live in those jellyfish. They're not spirit-filled. Those birds aren't spirit-filled. But you and me are, amen? The light of heaven's illuminated us. How much better are you than the birds? Remember that song, great song? If his eye is on the sparrow, he watches over me. How much more he watches over you? You're going to be fed, amen? Anyone struggling financially online or here, you're going to be fed. Good stuff, amen? 
Believe for it. Believe to feed your whole family and your children's children to a thousand generations. Believe big. Amen. Hallelujah. Look at them, for they neither sow nor reap nor gather in your barns, yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not of more value than they? Which of you, by worrying, guess what? The birds don't worry either. That's an advantage. <laughs> but which of you, he's talking to men now and women, which of you, by worrying, can add one cubit, that word cubit is literally 18 inches, a foot and a half, to his stature? Meaning you can't grow to John Wayne Heights by worrying. <laughs> It'll shrink you down. That's the importance of casting all of your care on him so you don't shrink down, but you grow up. Which of you by worrying can add one cubit or a foot and a half to his stature? So why do you worry about clothing? Consider the lilies. Just look at nature, he's saying. Consider the lilies of the field, how they grow. They neither toil nor spin. And yet I say to you that even Solomon in all his glory, the wisest, richest man that ever lived, was not arrayed like one of these. Now, if God so clothes the grass of the field, which today is temporary, and tomorrow is thrown into the oven, will he not much more clothe you, or you of little faith, even, O oh, you who live forever? Therefore, do not worry. Third time, he's commanding us to not worry, humans. Therefore, do not worry, saying, what shall we eat? What shall we drink? What shall we wear? Take no thought for your life. Fits well here. For after all these things, the Gentiles seek. They chase after them. They keep their eyes on them. They live from one event to the next. One paycheck to the next paycheck. One trip after a trip. One new car after a new car. One new boat after a new boat. They're seeking after all these things, looking for pleasure, looking for fulfillment, which they'll never find because all those things are temporary. They were created to live forever as well. All men were. For after all these things the Gentiles seek, for your heavenly Father, we have a heavenly Father, knows that you need all these things. But, that's a big but to circle, verse 33. Funny. Funny. 33, Jesus' age when he died. 33, but seek first the kingdom of God. This is how he lived. And his righteousness, his way of doing things is his word. Seek first the word. And his righteousness and all these things shall be added to you. Say added to me. Well, didn't he prove that in his ministry? He didn't preach anything he didn't first prove. Everyone who followed him, the multitudes, the millions were fed. Thousands upon thousands of people were fed supernaturally. Why? Because they saw him first. They saw him and didn't care about food. They saw the living bread and didn't care about their necessities. That's how we live. We keep our eyes on him because he's the all-sufficient one. He's the all-in-all. All. Amen. We keep our eyes on Him. We lose sight of us. That's what worship is. Keeping our eyes fixed on Him, we lose sight of us and our necessities. What a great way. What a supernatural lifestyle. 
to stay fixed on the Lord of Lords, King of Kings. Can I get an amen? Jesus is so good. All those people were fed, comforted, blessed with eternal life and salvation when they sought him first and not their necessities like the world does. I don't seek a place to live. If you're looking for a house, I don't look for a house. Houses should be looking for me. Amen forever. Buildings should be looking for us if it's God's will. Amen. Seek first the kingdom of God and all these things will be added to you. His yoke is easy. His burden is light. He removed the curse of toiling. I don't go looking for money. I don't go looking for clients. They come looking for me. Because why? Because you're seeking first the kingdom. Amen. That's how business should function. I seek first the kingdom. Clients and business come looking for me. Blessings should be overtaking us as we stay focused on him. Amen. Hallelujah. But seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And all these things shall be added to you. Therefore, another therefore. Brother Hagin was famous at saying, if you see a therefore, stop right there and ask what it's there for. Therefore, do not worry about tomorrow. Fourth time. Don't touch tomorrow today in your current circumstance. Dream big. Believe brightly. Let the word infiltrate your now and your tomorrow. Let the word set up your future and your children's and your churches and your businesses and all the work of your hands. Let the word set you up. Therefore, don't worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will worry about its own things. There's a strong spirit of Antichrist that comes against that word. He wants you to take care today so you'll die tomorrow. Stress is the number one cause of illness and disease in America. He wants to try to stress you out to shorten your life expectancy and span. That's the spirit of Antichrist. Don't worry about tomorrow, today. Take no thought for your life. Isn't it a blessed thing to live carefree, share? Worry-free. Just free and free indeed. The world don't know that. They're in bondage. If I can only just give them a taste. Look at me. <laughs> I'm free. Look at us. Do you see it? They're starting to see it. They're starting to see a big difference between President Trump and President Joe Biden. The last big, she said big, and it's ever increasing. <laughs> I like when Joe's done with a speech now, he'll just do this and motion to his bodyguards and they'll come lift him up like a puppet and carry him off stage. <laughs> he just does the sign. Okay, I'm done. And they'll come lift him up by the arms and carry him off. Like a little Pinocchio. <laughs> Who's pulling the strings, Joe? <laughs> we want intel. <laughs> President Trump didn't need help going off stage, going to the bathroom, <laughs> getting into his house or into his car. <laughs> you know, President Reagan was voted the, the most liked president in America history. He had over 86% approval rating. And he got it voted in as Democrat. That can't happen anymore. That platform is way corrupt. But he got voted in as a Democrat. Most like president in history. Things have changed. <laughs> if you were Democrat, <laughs> this would be a great time to switch over. 
Things aren't like they used to be, right? Things change. You got to change with the times. Got to keep up. You didn't have to murder innocent children to run as a president as a Democrat in the 80s. All right. Moving on. Back to our kingdom. So nice to be up here. <laughs> Seek first the kingdom of God. Don't worry about tomorrow today. For tomorrow will worry about its own things. Just leave it, on, leave it be. Sufficient for the day is its own trouble. That's in the world. Sufficient for the day in the kingdom, its own goodness. Expect blessings every day. Amen? Let's go to Philippians 4, 6. Put your eyes on this. Galatians, Ephesians, Philippians, Colossians. Start verse 4. Rejoice in the Lord always. How often? Always. Rejoice in the Lord always. Fear will try to snuff that verse out. Rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I will say, rejoice. That's why he said it twice. Again, I will say, rejoice. Stir up your joy that's on the inside of you. It's not a respecter of conditions. Let your gentleness be known to all men. Say, all men. The Lord is at hand. The Lord is at hand. He can recompense. He's the judge. Therefore, be gentle to us. Gentle to all men. And let the Lord do his job. Be anxious for nothing. Highlight that. If you don't have it, highlight it. Worry for nothing. Don't be stressed about anything. Say, I'm just too blessed to be stressed. Be anxious for nothing. Say that with me. For nothing. For nothing. Nothing temporal. Don't place your mind on temporary things. They'll try to stress you out. We were in Coronado looking at all the yachts, all the amazing mansions, millions and millions of dollars, and all the upkeep it takes to keep them up. <laughs> and we just got to use it. Yeah. Pass right through, just like... <laughs> what a blessing. But all the maintenance... The Lord told a minister one time, my people have become maintenance men. They're just focused on the here and now. Cleaning. One thing, like Martha. Couldn't even see the kingdom show up because she was just focused on the temporary. We're not maintenance men. We live in a kingdom. We're supernatural. There's balance, like Albert Einstein said. <laughs> balance is the key to life. Be anxious for nothing. But in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God, and the peace, shalom of God, nothing missing, nothing broken, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. Finally, brethren, whatever things are true, whatever things are noble, whatever things are just, pure, lovely, lovely, those rated R movies with people killing each other aren't lovely. Jack Ryan's not lovely. Even though I like espionage. <laughs> but it's not lovely. So don't think upon it. Think upon those things which are lovely. 
Don't imagine your children dying. Don't imagine China taking over the U.S. and you being in a prison camp and not only eating crackers. <laughs> Don't let your kind go there. You'd be surprised what people can come up with. <laughs> Think upon those things which are lovely. Stay in your place. Stay in your kingdom. Stay reigning. Stay seated. Whatever things are pure and lovely, whatever things are of good report. Good report. Not bad report. Good report. These are commands. If there is anything virtuous, if there is anything praiseworthy, meditate, which means think always on these things. These things aren't temporary. These things are eternal and forever. Focus on the eternal. Amen. We're here one minute, gone the next. Why should our lives on earth be consumed with only earthly things? It stresses people out. I gotta fix this, I gotta fix that. No, just keep your mind on Jesus while you're working. Like Snow White, whistle while you work. <laughs> I have a boss working. It's not work. It's a joy, amen. Whistle while you work. We did a dinner party right here in Nellie Gale for twenty people, twenty fifth anniversary just last night. We got into town three hours later, I had a dinner party for twenty. It was wonderful. Go back springing. I get refreshed. Clarissa made chocolate cake. She could be in a different boat with that. But <laughs> I like hitting the ground running. <laughs> and it was wonderful. Do you want anything to eat? Help yourself to the drinks, our whole staff? Light and easy. Easy breezy. Whistle while you work. I was whistling the whole time, singing songs. They had bad music on. We sing worship in the kitchen. And then the music would change from bad to good out there. We infiltrated the place. Changed the atmosphere. Amen. I said, Nellie Gale's my turf. If it won't happen, it's going to happen here. Church is going to hit this house. Their last name was the Yazdis, if they're watching. The last name was Yazdi. They've been married 25 years. And I said, do you want me to put on the dinner menus? They wanted menus printed. Your last name, Yazdi, 25-year anniversary. She said, sometimes I go by my maiden name. Can you just put our first names? I said, sure. What are they? Janet and Jesus. <laughs> hey, Seuss. By the way, she typed it. It was Janet and Jesus. I said, the healer's in the house. <laughs> he was a doctor. <laughs> I looked at Karen and, and Haley Martinick, who were helping me. <laughs> I said, we can literally say tonight, the healer is in the house. <laughs> Hallelujah. His yoke is easy. His burden is light. If you're doing the work you're supposed to do, it ain't work. It's fun. It's light. Winning souls is fun, amen? If it's hard, you're just doing it wrong. Hallelujah. Praying for the sick, it's fun, it's light. If it's hard, you're doing it wrong. That's not Jesus. His yoke is easy, amen? Hallelujah. Praise Jesus. If there's anything virtuous or praiseworthy, meditate. Think upon these things. The things which you learned and received and heard in me, these do. And the God of peace will be with you. Last verse. We gotta look at First Peter five five seven. Yes, all of you be submissive to one another and be clothed with humility, not pride. Don't mistake faith or pride for faith. And be clothed with humility. For God resists, be able to receive help in time of need. If you could do everything yourself, we wouldn't be here. 
Think about that. If man could have done everything himself, God would have never sent a Savior. You're always going to need someone. God always sends a man. There's a lot to choose from, believe it or not, in the world. And if for some reason he can't get to a man in a short amount of time, he can send a fish with a piece of gold. He can send a raven from the king's table. He can use animals too. But he prefers to use man to bless you so that man receives blessings in return. That's why he said it's more blessed to give than to receive. Your harvest is in your giving. It's in your releasing. That's how we live. We live to give. We're not from here. We're not hoarders. Freely give. Money's meant to be moving in circulation. A verse says, I can't get it complete. There's a way of life that seems right to a man, but in the way, in the end, it leads to death. Yeah, it seems right to save up for all the bank failures that were supposed to happen, oh, a couple months ago, to stop your giving, which is your living, your livelihood. Nope. I'm beating the buzzards off my seed and my offering just like Abraham did with Isaac. Had to chase off the buzzards from the offering table. Thank God he did, because we're all here today because of it. His obedience brought blessings for many. Can I get an amen? For God resists the proud, but gives grace. That word grace is active favor, ongoing favors to the humble. Yes, I submit myself in humility until I can receive every blessing. I'm open to receive, Lord. You have to be a good receiver before you can be a good giver. But gives grace to the humble. Therefore, another therefore. Humble yourselves. You mean that's up to me? Yes. That's my God voice from heaven. Yes. Humble yourselves under the mighty hand of God. Not man, under his hand. And then serve men just like you would him. Under the mighty hand of God, that he may exalt you. Circle he. He may exalt you. Not man, God. Word first. That he may exalt you in due time. Due time. Psalms 37 says, When the wicked are cut off, you shall see it. Due time. I'm waiting for that. Due time. Driving out the inhabitants of the land. Once again. Casting all, say all. All your care upon him. For he cares for you. This has become one of my new favorite verses because everybody in the world tells me to take care. So this is the verse I combat that with. It stacks up. Words stack up. I come to the end of the week. Why am I stressed? This isn't me. I'm carefree. I'm like, oh, 50 people this week told me to take care, and I didn't rebuke them publicly. You know? I didn't say, the Lord rebuke you. It's like a term of endearment for the world. Take care. No. I ain't taking your care. I ain't taking my care. I'm under commandment to not take care. And to cast my care on him. Amen. Yeah. 
So I just leave. I don't take care. I don't take care. I don't take care. I'm carefree in Jesus' name. Speaking the word. Amen. They don't understand. Casting all your care upon him, for he cares for you. Be sober. Verse 8. Be vigilant, sharp-minded, mind of Christ. Because your adversary, the devil, walks about like a roaring lion, seeking whom he may devour. Well, I thought he's a serpent. I thought he slithers. He says walking here, which means he occupies men. Men have feet, right? Be sober, be vigilant, because your adversary, the devil, walks about like a roaring lion, seeking whom he may devour. Resist him. Resist him. Steadfast in the faith knowing that the same sufferings are experienced by everybody in the world. We'll stop right there. To him be the glory and the dominion forever and ever. That's a whole other teaching. Amen. Say that with me. To him be the glory, to him be the glory and, the and the dominion on earth as it is in heaven forever and ever. Amen. Let's walk around this week saying that. To him be the glory and the dominion on earth as it is in heaven forever and ever. Amen. To him be the dominion, the glory, forever and ever on earth as it is in heaven. Amen. To him be the glory and the dominion on earth just as it is in heaven. Amen. To him be the dominion. To him be the glory forever and ever on earth, just as it is in heaven. Amen. The more you say it, the more authoritative it becomes. The more real it becomes to you. He himself took my infirmities, bore my sicknesses and diseases, and by his stripes I was healed. He himself took my poverty, took my lack, and through his poverty, I was made rich. Bury it deep within you, storehouse of treasure, when the Lord returns, he'll find in you and me. Hallelujah. We bless you for a fresh wind and breeze, Holy Spirit. Thank you for filling this place fresh. Filling our temples fresh daily. Fresh manna from heaven. Fresh baked bread of life from heaven daily. No necessity. Kingdom living. Every need already bought and paid for through the shed blood of Jesus. I thank you for every want and desire of our heart as we live carefree in peace we openly receive every blessing. No stress. Not a care in this world because we ain't from here. Thank you for perfect peace. Prince of Peace. Lift your name up. Name above all names. Thank you 
We're already moving in the White House. Holy Spirit, you are welcome in this place. Holy Spirit, you are welcome in this place. And Father, filled with mercy and grace, Holy Spirit, you're welcome in this place. Such a sweet spirit. One body, healthy, healed, and strong. Knit together through the blood of the Lamb. Thank you, Jesus this anointing oil you're filling us with fresh right now for the week ahead the months ahead the journeys ahead the blessings ahead the glory ahead the best years of the church are ahead of them I give you praises <laughs> what the devil meant for evil you're turning around for good. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> Prophetic utterance. <laughs> Fresh breath. Words from heaven. Take it. In Jesus' name. I just see a wind tunnel coming right through this pulpit. Right down upon me. Flood now. Just take that prophetic utterance. The right thing to say at the right time. Fresh. Restore that gift. Increase that gift. Anointing and ability now. New levels. National. Not just regional. National. Receive that into any area of your life you're in. Whether it's your business, whatever you do, receive it. Next level. Ministry. Prayer, next level. From regional to national. Prophets. Prophets. God is raising up prophets. To cast down the remaining strongholds. To pave the way of the Lord. Remember them all in the streets with their palm branches? Hosanna in the highest. Those people were paving the way of the Lord to go through. Clearing the path through praise. We're clearing this path. 
Ready? Come. Clearing the road for Jesus. What a gift. Aren't you glad you're alive right now? Yes. We're going to see some great things ahead. 2023, you shall rejoice and see. Still six months left. Get ready, get ready, get ready. Say, I expect. I expect the biggest increase of my life. This year, in every area. Amen. We love you guys. When the presence here, you go for days, weeks, months, years. <laughs> That's what revival is. It's just a steady strength and feeding in flux. Amen. Be being blessed. Thanks for coming today and bringing your storehouse. We love you guys. Such a sweet, fresh presence. Amen. Thanks for tuning in online. We love you guys. You can give online by visiting our website, elishamarkministries.com, and sow seed there for your next level as well. Let's just pray over this offering today. Father, your son, the King of Kings, said it's more blessed to give than to receive. I thank you for every seed sown into this ministry. You open up the blessing over them triumphantly, as you said, that the blessing is released through giving. I give you all the praises for that blessing over their lives. You've made us givers because we were first good receivers. Thank you for doing it for everybody. You're not a respecter of persons, just a respecter of faith. Thank you, Jesus. I pray a 30, 60, 100-fold return on every seed that comes into this, uh, this ministry for more for them to give with, more to bless others with, their family with, and just show off your goodness and splendor with that we're givers. We give to a great, great king who outgives us all. You're so big. Thank you, Jesus, for miracles, signs, and wonders in finance right now. Unfixed income seats. That which the world says was fixed, God's going to unfix. Right now, in Jesus' name, on the spot. Always put your faith in your seed. Devil can't stop the seed. Thank you, Lord. Bless you. Bless you. For swift financial increase over your people. Lights on a hill that can't be hid. Clothe us with your glory. We'll give you all the credit. God did this, not me. In Jesus' name. If you agree with that, say amen. 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 Happy Sunday, everybody. I hope you had a great service. We love you. God loves you. And Jesus is Lord. Yes, Miss Cher? Would you like to share, sir? <laughs> oh, I was seeing a, a, a volcano, and it was spewing something out that wasn't lava. 
it was all gold and silver flecks just flowing to the remnant. And all during the service today, off and on, around you, I kept seeing gold and silver like in a little, like a whirlwind, all around, just circling and circling and circling. And I was just so distracted off and on by it because it just, it didn't quit. And it just kept going and then the vision of the, of the volcano. Thanks. You just touch me. <laughs> <laughs> Hallelujah. That's the glory, amen. Comes with his goodness, his presence, and his power. Lord, we give you all the praises. And we focus on you this week. Lead us into ways everlasting. In Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Thanks for sharing. We love you guys. Bless you online. Have a great week. Back there for the whole entire service. I'm getting in right here.